Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. We're excited to kick off this week with you all. Mm-hmm. We are picking up on day two of our What Does It Mean to Follow Jesus devotional in the Bible app. There's a link to that in the description if you want to follow along. And just before we jump in, I want to give you guys a heads up. We actually had a special guest on our Saturday long form episode. We did. It was Michelle Reed, and we talked about all things contentment and chaos and we think it'll really bless you, so definitely make some time to go listen to that bad boy. And yeah. Otherwise, we're going to go ahead and jump in. Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to read the scripture, and then Tori's going to read the Devo. The scripture is John 3, verse 30, and it says this, He must become greater and greater, and I must become less and less. The devotional says, More of him, less of me. If my life is surrendered to God, all is well. Let me not grab it back as though it would be in peril in his hand, but would be safer in mine. Mm. Elizabeth Elliot. Surrender. It's a word that many see in a negative light. A surrender occurs when a person or group has been overpowered. While that's a true definition of it, there's more to it. To surrender also means to give up completely or agree to forego, especially in favor of another. When we surrender to Jesus, we have the ability to agree to forego in favor of his purpose. We get to choose to be a part of his eternal game plan. Jeremiah 29 11 says that his plans are not harmful, but are good, bring hope and a bright future. But we often hold on to our agenda as we attempt to follow Jesus. We don't want to surrender because we are convinced that our limited vision and wisdom exceeds God's boundless and foolproof strategy. Our full surrender to Jesus usually boils down to one question. How much will be required of me? Well, the answer is simple. Everything. In Mark 8, 34 and 35, we read that if we want to be Jesus' disciple and follow him, We have to deny ourselves and take up our cross. The Greek word for deny in Mark chapter 8 is aparneomai, and it means to forget oneself and lose sight of one's interest. These two verses are summed up in this way, deny self and die to self. Surrendering to Jesus means setting aside our selfish appetites and allowing him to live through us. It's choosing to trust his faultless plan even when we can't make sense of it. It's believing that our eternal joy is more pressing than any momentary pleasure. But there's another question that we don't ask, but should. What is a life surrendered to Jesus filled with? And the answer is the same. Everything. Every spiritual blessing from God is what we get when we stop striving to fulfill our human plans on earth. Yes, trouble will still find its way to our doorstep. Burdens will still leap onto our shoulders. Hardship will still stumble in front of us. But through it all, we get his peace that's impenetrable his joy that's indescribable, his freedom that's unexplainable, his love that's outrageous, his mercy that's generous, his grace that's undeserving, 
his presence that's soothing, his wisdom that's reassuring, all because we trusted in the plan of the God of the universe instead of our own. So if we want to know how to follow Jesus, we just have to ask who is leading us. Either Jesus is leading or we are. Either we choose Jesus or we choose self. It's not complicated to decipher. It's just not easy to accomplish. Following Jesus means more of him, less of us. Yeah, I really like the math equation part of that because I feel like a lot of people think that, okay, if I have, say, $20 in my bank account and I go to a store and I spend 10, I now only have $10 left. Mm -hmm. So like I now have $10 less of me for what I got, which is maybe a $10 shirt. Who knows, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Well, when we look at what we're giving up for what we're getting, we're giving up ourself and we're getting Christ Jesus. We're getting God. Mm -hmm. We're getting those things that you said, which is his peace, his joy, his freedom, his love, his mercy, his grace, his presence, his wisdom. We're getting those. Mm -hmm. I will gladly give up whatever I can to get those. And we have to esteem those. We have to count those as things to be greatly desired because I mean, like, do we really think that our worry is greater than his freedom? Right. Do we think that our stress is greater than his peace? Right. Do we think that our resentment is better than his joy? Mm -hmm. So if we look at it that way, why would we not want less of us and more in him? But I think we're afraid because we think that what we have is better than what he has. Yeah. That's so wrong. Yeah. It's almost silly when you really like think about it practically. And we've said this before that the exchange rate when we give things to the Lord is just an insane exchange rate. Like you would never see it here on earth. You only see it in the heavenly realm that we can, like you said, exchange our sorrow. Like we can give our Mm -hmm. sorrow to Jesus and he'll exchange it for joy. You know, we can give him all of these things that are causing us to worry, causing us anxiety, calling us, causing us despair. And instead he gives us all these things that fill us up and allow us to walk in confidence and joy and peace, no matter our circumstance. And even as the devotional said, it doesn't mean that when we give Jesus everything that we don't still have hardship and tribulation and things go wrong and loss happen. They're still going to happen, you guys. But as we give all of those things that we're going through back to Jesus, we get to walk through the chaos of life. We get to walk through the storms of life with peace that's indescribable. And we don't have to get sucked into the worry and anxiety that the world has to offer. Amen to that. You ready for me to pray son out? I am. Oh, Lord. Lord, would you just help us to... Lay down our own desires and lay down our own wants, God. We we help us just hand them over to you. We help us to release our grip that we have in those things that we hold so tightly on to, God. And you will you replace our desire for those things with yourself, Lord? Would you help us to hold on to you that tightly and hold on to your plans that tightly and hold on to your desires that tightly and hold on to your wants that tightly, God? Help us to not be so selfish, God. Help us to bring down less of us and add more of you, God. Help us to overflow our cup with you, God, so there's not room for our selfishness inside of that cup, Lord. We know that what you have is so much better, so why would we hold on to what's less than, God? Let's Help us let go of what should be less, which is us, and help us grab on to what should be more, which is you, Lord. 
Right now, Tori and I are going to open up the floor for our listeners to continue in prayer, and we're going to be praying with them. So cover me in the blood and heal my open wounds. I'm desperate for your Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. We appreciate you tuning in. And don't forget, you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you, and we'll be talking to y'all tomorrow. Sayonara. Sayonara.